Hi, and thanks for downloading that B Word podcast. I'm your beautiful bipolar host, Becky, and I'm flying solo today for the news today, guys. So it's just me. I hope you're not too disappointed. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you what, though. Today, I have just been sleeping, sleeping all day. I don't know what's up with me. If it's like the beginnings of a depression or something else is going on, but man, I just I could barely even wake up to uh, come do this. Well, for the news today, I have an article from Scientific American, and it's titled, Susceptibility to Mental Illness May Have Helped Humans Adapt Over the Millennia. I've heard something like this before, or at least it's been floated around in some of the circles I listen to anyway on the internet, and that's basically those with a mental illness were just mismatched to the current era, that their skills somehow would have been a benefit to them back in the caveman days, but in today's modern life, not so much. And that's basically what this Scientific American article is is going for, um, basically saying that the reason that natural selection didn't weed out mental illness, like you think maybe it should have been, is that it was operating on genes necessary for survival without taking into account emotional well-being, right? For example, sexual feelings, or sexual longings like extramarital affairs or unrequited love are hurtful to us, but beneficial, I mean, if you think of it at the very base level, beneficial to our genes because we get to pass those genes along, right? It's like natural selection has mechanisms in place to help our longevity or our our gene longevity, but doesn't do us any good. The article actually also goes on to talk about low mood and why that might have been advantageous. Um, Basically, the author here is saying that the when a human is trying to do something, trying to pursue a goal, and it's not happening, then it's best to slow down and not waste energy. Therefore, the (laughs) the low mood, which is interesting. I'm going to go ahead and link out to this in the show notes so you guys can take a look at it. There's a little bit more. um, I'm kind of just taking little bits and pieces out of this, but there's definitely more to look at if you want to. Like I said, it's in Scientific American. Susceptibility to mental illness may have helped humans adapt over the millennia. Um, And it's an interview with uh, psychiatrist Randolph Ness possibly Nessie, um, who wrote Good Reasons for Bad Feelings, Insights from the Frontier of Evolutionary Psychiatry, which could be an interesting read. Well, no, maybe I'll try it and let you guys know what I think. All right, our interview today is with Matt, and I hope you guys really like it. We uh, He's from quite a long ways away in Iran, in Iran and... It was took some doing to 
to get a good schedule set up for us so we could do this interview. So I hope you guys like it. It's uh, pretty uh, insightful and it's a little window into maybe how, yeah, it's a little glimpse into how um, people from around and how they go about with their coping mechanisms and things like that. So without any further ado, here's Matt. I'm here with Matt and how are you doing today, Matt? I'm great. I'm doing fine. Uh, last night I was not quite fine, but <laughs> I'm fine right now. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, well, thank you for being on the show. And you're here to talk about your bipolar disorder, correct? Yes, correct. Great. Um, so from our Twitter conversations, I gathered that um, you have some definite ideas on the stigma surrounding bipolar disorder and how it affects bipolar people, right? So did you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes, yes, of course. I mean, uh, that's uh, the major problem surrounding the, uh, namely, bipolar, bipolar disorder. Um, well, uh, let me start with the uh, memory. Okay. Uh, we, uh, we were with this bunch of friends, uh, and uh, we were somehow mad at someone. Uh, and one of my friends uh, said that this boy should be uh, consuming some kind of uh, um, psychotherapeutic drugs, some pills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it was quite shocking to me. Uh, and uh, I, I couldn't say something. Maybe, maybe I, I wasn't quite mature at the time to stand up against uh, the idea. But uh, my point is that, uh, well, uh, when they want to stigmatize uh, someone, uh, they use uh, these uh, tools, uh, which are, uh, you know, essentially good. Someone uh, who is consuming pills, mm -hmm. uh, prescripted uh, pills, uh, is someone who's taking action, actually. Uh, and uh, it is to be praised. But... Uh, you see, uh, they talk it, uh, uh, they talk of it very badly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, ironically, uh, the boy, uh, saying this, saying this dumb thing, uh, was, uh, very moody and very aggressive. Uh, you know, uh, I, I don't, uh, advise everyone to go to the doctor. I, I mean, I don't believe doctors are the most uh, helping uh, solution mm -hmm. uh, for these problems. Uh, but uh, he uh, might uh, have had to go to a doctor, visit a doctor for uh, his uh, mental problems. Yet, uh, he was... Uh, saying these things. Hmm, mm -hmm. You know, uh, by recalling this memory, 
I have uh, two general ideas. Uh, one uh, is lack of awareness. Okay, yeah. You know, uh, the boy stigmatizing didn't have any clue what the condition is and what his conditions and moods are. Right. Not aware of any other people and not aware for himself either. Yes, yes. That's the key. Her, uh, himself. himself. Uh, pe- people don't know themselves enough. Themselves mm-hmm. enough. Uh, and as a consequence, they, they don't know others too. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the second uh, matter, subject, uh, is the stigma. <laughs> this, the stigma is uh, very bothering, very hurting, mm-hmm. and the most major trouble in this area. Uh, you know, me, myself, I believe, I had managed to uh, heal myself, so to say, heal myself uh, by more or less avoiding stigmas. Okay. Uh, It's like no one knows my condition. It's uh, somehow... Not a desirable thing as uh, as I need to make an impact. Uh, I need to make awareness. Uh, these are my needs. Mm-hmm. And by being silent about it, uh, I can't fulfill my needs. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, I managed to uh, heal my condition and survive by just hiding it by just not talking about it mm-hmm. right hmm. so essentially others uh, perceptions of you uh, affected you more greatly than maybe the bipolar itself yes yes you're quite hmm. right that's yes. really interesting do you think now, so you are in Iran, correct? Is that right? Yes. Um, yes. So do I, you think... I would like to have your impression about Iran. Oh. Uh, if it's not off topic. <laughs> no, that's fine. We can go off topic. Um, I, well, I've never been there, so I don't have a direct impression. Um, I would think that in general... Our impressions in the U.S. are of um, a place that is maybe not as free as we like to think that we are, um, that might have more, uh, even more stigma attached to something like bipolar disorder than we would have here. Is, is that true, you think? Some years ago uh, in Iran, uh, when uh, someone uh, had uh, an epilepsy attack, mm-hmm. uh, a, a scissor attack, 
uh, every, everyone, people uh, used to uh, line around, uh, draw a line around him on the soil. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about uh, rural environments. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just uh, let him or her be. Uh, it, it was, uh, they, they believed uh, that uh, something uh, like uh, some genes uh, or uh, some genies uh, or some uh, maybe uh, aliens or whatever mis- mystic creatures are at the work there. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, you, you shouldn't approach them. Uh, you should avoid them. Uh, they're very dangerous, especially at the moment. Okay. Uh, when uh, I believe, I feel that uh, everyone uh, having some mental issue, uh, like bipolar uh, condition or depression, uh, or whatever, uh, which is not as uh, as known uh, as these, uh, are like that person having uh, epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, they're uh, socially abandoned. Okay. Uh, and uh, people just avoid them, uh, and uh, the. Interesting. The interesting point uh, is that uh, the people at that time didn't know nothing uh, about epilepsy, and they didn't actually know uh, it could be treated. Right. Yeah. Could be cured. And people nowadays, I believe, don't know that uh, bipolar. Uh, condition can be cured and managed successfully mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah, yeah, it does. So they treat it almost like it's almost like they're going to catch something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's not quite as bad over here. It's you're more likely to just hear people um, talking ignorantly about it <laughs> uh generally uh, we I mean we have some laws to protect us too but um generally they're not going to be quite as um quite as ostracized as as all that so it sounds like it's a little bit more difficult over there yes yes it, it could be more difficult over there and uh you you can't easily survive mm-hmm. uh I guess uh, what helped me so much to survive uh, was knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, I'm a person uh, who's researching and getting to know all new stuff all the time. Uh, and I myself come up with knowledge Every time, uh, knowledge about myself and uh, what I can do 
with uh, or about Mars. Mm -hmm. Right. Are you, um, do you see a doctor over there? Are you on medicine or anything? Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, this was uh, the most uh, common uh, and reachable thing mm -hmm. uh, I could do. Uh, it goes back to when I was at school. Uh, and uh, I was, uh, my appearance wasn't as disordered as right now, you know. Uh, because I didn't uh, have a thesis to defend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was very neat back then. Uh, but uh, the point was that uh, I uh, had to study for uh, university entrance exam. Uh, there's uh, something called Kunkur in Iran. Uh, which is the, the exam uh, in which you should be successful in order to be allowed to go to the university. Okay. So uh, it was such time that uh, I, I was essentially uh, just studying, 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 and nothing more and uh, it's uh, led to burnout at times mm -hmm. it, it was quite difficult and uh, I was just a kid so to say and didn't know what to do uh, I was uh, just supposed to study mm -hmm. uh, that was the sole thing uh, I was supposed to do, uh, and uh, at times I was uh, very active uh, in that task. Uh, I used to, for example, uh, study maybe 12 hours a day. Wow. And then uh, would come episodes uh, in which I didn't study. <laughs> Uh, like I, I wanna do it, but I can't. I I, I just waste my, all my time. Uh, that that was the the problem back then. Mm -hmm. The fluctuations in, so to say, productivity. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I visited a doctor. Uh, he prescribed some. Uh, medicine uh, and uh, I was uh, good until a year uh, and uh, I mm, abandoned uh, I quitted uh, the medicine and uh, I got the problem uh, again mm -hmm. and uh, I visited the doctor again uh, and uh, I continued uh, to uh, to use uh, the med medication and I, I didn't quit it. Mm -hmm. But as far as I remember, uh, the medication didn't cure me. It mm -hmm. just controlled it in some way. Mm -hmm. What medicine was it? Do you, 
Do you remember? Uh, it was uh, at first uh, lithium carbonate. Mm. Uh, I, I, I don't know what uh, the trade name is. I can't remember. Maybe Xanax. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Lithium, I think, is just generic over here. Just lithium. Lithium. Yeah. Is that is that the one? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. I was on lithium and uh, something else. Uh, maybe uh, Depakin. Dep Depakote? Uh, do you know that? Yeah, I know Depakote. Yeah. S sodium Valpoint uh, is the other name. Hmm. Did you find it? Yeah, it looks like it's generic, like just a generic over here anyway. Yeah. Yes, it's generic. Yeah, so no, no brand name or anything that I can find. But that's interesting. Yes, yeah. maybe even uh, we, we can talk about it, maybe. I mean, it's outdated <laughs> and... Uh, I was on a wrong meditation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, I tried many things. Many things. Uh, you know, as far as uh, life is concerned and uh, the purpose and joy of life, uh, I tried so many things. But uh, as far as uh, this problem, uh, bipolar condition, uh, the major part of which is depression for me. Okay. I, I, I don't have, I don't, I don't remember. I've had um, so much money. Uh, I've had something like hippomania, mm -hmm. but not money. As okay. far as I yes. So that'd be uh, probably what we call bipolar two over here. Bipolar two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Uh, but uh, I've had uh, so many episodes of depression mm -hmm. that uh, have bothered me a lot. I'm uh, like uh, in the past, uh, I used to uh, like submit to it uh, and just lie down and um, it was like I don't know what to do I, I, I'm, uh, when will it uh, like uh, finish mm -hmm. but uh, right now I will be um, I, I don't know how to formulate something like I will be aggressive at it uh, I uh, will uh, take aggressive actions like uh, uh, I push myself uh, uh, to imagine it uh, let's imagine uh, pushing uh, someone uh, weighing uh, 200 kilograms mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it is a very hard. You can't move it, but you do it. 
right now I'm like that. I I do it with all force I can uh, put there, mm-hmm. and and it works. Uh, I do a lot of things. Uh, one th- uh, thing that have helped me so much during the last year, uh, maybe to someone's surprise, is yoga. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I didn't imagine myself doing yoga. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it wasn't an option. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. uh, but uh, a doctor of mine, uh, 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 she wasn't related to uh, mental issues. Uh, she was a physical doctor physician. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, she told me just try yoga, mm-hmm. and I searched. Uh, Yoga, I didn't uh, find somewhere I could try yoga. Maybe uh, it wasn't worth at the time uh, to pay money for it. So I searched tutorials. Tutorials. Uh, what, what was that uh, word? Sorry, tutorial. Um, uh, tutorial. Tutorials. Tutorials. Okay, yes. yes. Uh, and I found Yoga with Adrian. Huh. Uh, she, uh, she's a, a YouTube host okay. for Yoga at Home. Mm-hmm. And she does a wonderful job. Uh, like, uh, she... Uh, that she doesn't impose so much pressure. Uh, she uh, she wants uh, to uh, f- uh, she wants you to find good feeling, not good poses. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, and she and her dog uh, is, uh, are stars. Are like uh, cinematic. The stars, something <laughs> like that. They're, they are very amiable. Uh, I I do yoga regularly, every day, mm-hmm. and uh, it control it uh, have controlled uh, my condition so much. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought that. I mean, exercise by itself, but yoga especially has that meditative aspect that. That really seems to help. Yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, you uh, speaking of uh, meditation, uh, a key notion that I was going to say uh, about uh, depression or bipolar states generally. Uh, is space, uh, which is a key term in yoga. Okay. You you should constantly make space in your mind. Uh, it's like you should uh, just uh, 
organize everything and uh, put them away uh, and uh, just uh, so to say evacuate everything mm. at times you okay. know so your mind is just empty uh, somehow I, I mean uh, it, it gets full uh, at times very quickly mm-hmm. and uh, these days I'm more able to evacuate it, mm-hmm. to put everything aside. Uh, and uh, it's uh, maybe uh, with a simple meditation, uh, like uh, let it be and don't think about it, uh, something, uh, some self-talk like that. Uh, or uh, it might be uh, very more maybe complicated. Uh, maybe uh, I mm, try uh, singing a song uh, which is uh, somehow aggressive. You know, uh, I transfer uh, the aggression existing in my mind to that song. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, or, uh, for example, uh, I, uh, it's uh, still hard to say for me, uh, but uh, I have to say it. Uh, I used to uh, cry hard. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, uh, hardly cry. Uh, I wasn't um, exactly able to cry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something like shameful. Right, yeah. Uh, and uh, nowadays, uh, I let myself cry much more easily. Yeah. And it gets uh, much easier actually uh you know when uh i cry for example two seconds every day uh, uh i don't burst into tears uh once a year mm-hmm. right it's like you let the pressure out yes yes yeah. exactly like uh, uh pressure cooker Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to let the burger out uh, in whichever way you are able to. Uh, right. And uh, one of the ways is art. Some, some days ago, uh, I edited uh, a video out of a picture and I didn't know exactly what I am doing right now, uh, what I was doing uh, then. Uh, but uh, I was doing it spontaneously and uh, subconsciously uh, I was uh, letting myself be and uh, letting myself manifest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, 
uh, it's uh, the process uh, for uh, I don't remember one hour or two uh, produced and consumed so much energy mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I was flowing the flow right yeah what that matters yeah yeah I've heard of that concept before the concept of flow where um, it just seems to be effortless yes that, exactly yeah exactly uh, the uh, the point uh, is that the point uh, being effortless uh, is very important and you should find yourself at uh, in the conditions where you are uh, doing something effortlessly mm-hmm. some days ago uh, I was watching baby King uh, performing with realist gun uh, and it was very impressive for me that he was so effortless mm-hmm. he didn't try to uh, perform he didn't try to play his uh, fingers just moved spontaneously Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it is an example uh, of finding yourself in whatever you're good at mm-hmm. when you find yourself uh, yourselves there uh, you manage everything I think like uh, bipolar condition or Whatever wouldn't be nothing. Yeah. Wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I think that that's, uh, that state is sometimes, at least from what I've heard, almost almost part of or a side effect of um, the manic state that. The ability to just keep going without even trying. You don't think so? Mm, uh, I'm I'm not an uh, expert at um, uh, psychology. Right. Or, yeah. Uh, these uh, experts. Uh, I would think so, but mm-hmm. not always. Right. Uh, it just seems know, like bipolar people in general are more creative and, and tend to do more things like that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, Billy um, King is uh, famous uh, for uh, performing uh, in concerts uh, for, uh, like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't be manic every day. That's true. Yeah, no. And I'm sure I'm not saying that every artist is is bipolar. I'm sure that I'm sure that actually a minority of them are probably bipolar. Bipolar. Yes, yes. Uh and uh 
and uh, anyway, uh, another point of mine uh, is that uh, this discourse, uh, uh, this, this uh, psychologic discourse, uh, have helped us so much. Mm-hmm. But also have hurt us so much. How do you How do you think? Uh, you know, uh, for example, uh, you can uh, much more easily accept hope and despair dichotomy. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that? Yes. Yeah. The dichotomy between hope and despair. Yeah. Yes. It's commonly acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but neither side of the dichotomy, depression, mania, is as acceptable. Hmm. Yeah. And those are the words used by the psychology discourse. Yeah. I see what you mean. And and by people, by people uh, being uh, like ruled by psychology discourse. So you think we would be better off not not labeling it so much? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, some sometimes we're uh, actually uh, making advantage of it. Sometimes uh, I read an article, I read uh, a research paper, uh, a research paper uh, about bipolar disorder, Mm -hmm. and I learn something and I implement it in my life, and it helps me. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect. It's perfect. But uh, this is one side of the coin. The other side is stigma. Mm-hmm. This psychologic discourse is filled with stigma. So you think that the psychology itself, that the just the labels that they they use and the words that they use to describe, you know, yes. mania, yes. depression, whatever, is what creates the stigma itself. Yes. Exactly. Uh, like, uh, maybe uh, if uh, people uh, of, uh, were of uh, the very high cultural classes, uh, the very uh, aware esrata, uh, maybe they weren't affected by this discourse in this way. Hmm. But they are, and the discourse should think about it. Uh, you know, right now the psychology discourse is hurting its patients. Hmm. It wants to help them, but it hurts them, and at many times, uh, very up. Optimistically, uh, psychologists uh, and psychotherapists just control 
the conditions. They don't make it useful. Okay, yeah. You shouldn't. You should make it useful. Uh, you should know when right now I have this mental state. What is the best thing to do right now? So, how would how would you use depression now? How would you use that? I mean, for me, it's it's uh, difficult to do almost anything <laughs> when I'm depressed. Uh, I I will look at my uh, notes, but right now uh, I have uh, one key answer for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use my depression as an opportunity to overcome depression. Okay. I do multiple things and uh, every day I might come up with uh, something else, some new solution. Uh, Right now, uh, what crosses my mind is uh, like I pull myself together uh, and uh, maybe at that time, it is very hard to show up uh, to do yoga mm-hmm. by yourself in front of your TV. But I, I just try, 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 try. Uh, like uh, there are uh, days when I can't, I can't actually do some single yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try, uh, try it right now. Well, I can't. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Can, 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 no, I, it's can fine. I be you use a slang or. It's... Yeah, you can swear. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, well, I can't. Fuck it. Uh, so, uh, what do I do? I uh, I just walk around, uh, do simple, easy things, and uh, an hour later, I try yoga. Mm-hmm. I uh, I do it for for a minute. No, 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 no. I I can't. This is so shit. <laughs> what 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 the fuck am I doing here? Why why can't I do some simple yoga? This is so fucking absurd. And uh, then I go and come back two hours later. Uh, I can't. I swear myself. I'm pissed off. And uh, maybe two hours later. All of a sudden, it goes very well. I can do it. I managed to do it. And uh, the yoga itself uh, fills me with so much joy, so much clarity, uh, so much peace. And I enjoy those mental states, peace, clarity, and whatever. Plus, the fact 
But I managed depression. I did it. So there's value in in overcoming it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it, it's it's such a struggle, and when you succeed, it's like got the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's a really great way to look at it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, let me uh, say another example like depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, depression is a problem. Out of many, 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 many problems you got in your life. It's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I'd like to quote Eminem here. Uh, saying uh, in a song, uh, what you gonna do when shit hits the fan? Are you gonna stand and fight like a man? <laughs> it's uh, it's a very fun song. It's uh, not meant to be serious, but uh, it's the whole thing. It's very serious. What you gonna do when shit hits the fan? Mm-hmm. Carl uh, Popper says it in another way, with another way of formulation of words. All life is problem solving. Yeah. Carl, Karl Popper said that. And I truly believe that. Uh, I believe that in your whole life, you've got problems and You've got to solve them. That's so true. <laughs> yes. And uh, back to like uh, three years ago, I had uh, the problem uh, of disordered sleep pattern. Uh, like there was no pattern. Uh, there was no will. I wanted to sleep at uh, night, for example, 12 a.m. Uh, and I found myself uh, behind my laptop reading or watching or whatever uh, at 6 a.m. And I'm not asleep yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I did many uh, things. I tried so many techniques uh, until uh, I uh, I could manage it. I could manage it at last. I failed so many times. So many times uh, I couldn't. Uh, sleep, I couldn't uh, have order uh, and regulation in my sleep pattern, but I managed it. And right now, uh, uh, you, you might call me a, <laughs> a maniac, but <laughs> I, I sleep at 10 p.m. Yeah, that sounds perfectly reasonable to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, but here around my friends, uh, I'm quite stigmatized. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like your your hand or what? Uh, I I don't know in the American culture what do you call uh, what do how do you stigmatize uh, a person uh, who sleeps early? Oh, we would probably just make fun of them and and uh, call them an early bird. <laughs> early bird, yeah. yes. Early bird sounds uh, cool to me. Yeah, but uh, uh, they uh, call me. Uh, the Persian equivalent of a hen. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, uh, it uh, somehow bothers me. <laughs> you know, I, I, I manage it. I laugh it out. Um, but it somehow bothers me. Anyway, the, the point uh, is that I'm very regulated uh, and I feel so good about it. Uh, it's a uh, very healthy, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, very helping habit. Uh, right. You know, I solved this problem. I don't have this problem, the, the sleep problem anymore. Wow. And, yeah. And when uh, you... Uh, you have solved it, you have much more energy and focus around the next problem mm-hmm. in your life. Yes. And, uh, uh, and the point, uh, the problem is still uh, at the bay. Uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, mm, there's a night when you are overly energized and uh, you can't sleep. Uh, the question uh, still is in the place. What you gonna do when shit hits the fan? Mm-hmm. At, at this night, uh, the sleep pattern is disrupted. What you gonna do? Uh, you know... Uh, I quickly think of uh, good things. Uh, at first, uh, I do uh, some meditation. It might help me to sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I I might recognize that it's not one of those nights that uh, you can easily want to sleep and sleep. Done. It's it's not like that tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah, there so much. Like that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There, there's so much energy, and you should uh, use it uh, at a, uh, uh, with moderation. Uh, you know, uh, for example, uh, you shouldn't say, "Well, fuck it, let's have." Uh, 10 pints of uh, alcoholic drink. <laughs> that, and, no, that's a lot. <laughs> and, yes, and have fun. Uh, you know, I'm 
uh, overly uh, healthy, and I, I don't have measures really about <laughs> alcohol. I, I used to uh, drink when I was younger, but uh, I don't have any idea about it right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, what should I do right now? For example, uh, some uh, nights ago, I uh, couldn't sleep and I called uh, a friend uh, whom I haven't called uh in like uh, a year. Oh wow! Yes, uh, I seized the opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the, there's a proverb saying, uh, "When uh, where there's a threat, there's opportunity." Yes, I heard that. Yes. I seized the opportunity. Uh, I don't. Um, I don't know right now. I I'm not so focused uh, as to judge. Uh, I'm uh, talking usefully. No, uh, no, you've been great. Thank you. Uh, are you? Uh, is it a compliment? Just a compliment, or? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, <is it> for real? <laughs> no, for real, for real. Yeah, um, I yeah, I think this has been a great interview. Um, I can't wait to get it posted. I, actually, I myself uh, have uh, written so much things, and uh, almost uh, I didn't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sometimes that's the way it goes. I think that most of my questions had to do with with stigma, so I think we covered them all. Thanks for talking to me. Uh, I really appreciate you getting up really early in the morning to to uh, talk to me and and uh, record a podcast. So that's great. Can you hear me? Connection. Uh, yes, yes, it's better. Okay, okay, good. Um, I was just saying. Um, Thank you for getting up early to talk to me. <laughs> I know the time difference is very a huge one. So it's my utmost pleasure. Thank you so much. And thanks again to Matt for being with us on the podcast today and for disrupting his schedule and getting up early to take a listen uh, or to record with me, I should say. I really appreciate that, and I really appreciate everybody else for listening. If you would, you can reach me at becky at thatbword.com or at Twitter at thatbword1, and you can find my Facebook page at thatbwordpod and on Pinterest at thatbwordpodcast, and you can find all of my previous episodes at thatbword.com. And as always, please uh, give us a rating and a review. Um, subscribe on iTunes if you can. It really helps us um, get other people to listen to the podcast. Also, I have the voicemail line. It's 330-353-9633. You can leave me a voicemail on there. Tell me what you think. And if you like what you're hearing, um, you can hit me up on Patreon at patreon.com slash that B word and um, become a patron there. All right. 
Thanks very much, guys. I will talk to you again really soon. Thanks. Bye.